0: Welcome to Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by Jedco, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm your host, Kelsey Scram.
1: Workforce is the base of any strong community or building a community. Mm. If you want to bring manufacturers to Jefferson Parish, they want to know how many machinists you have. They want to know how many welders you can develop. They want to know how many people you have in instrumentation or CDL or the like, because they are going to bring some, but they're going to need to build a workforce. And then a stronger workforce, to me, always builds a stronger community.
0: That's Dr. Arlonda Williams, the Vice Chancellor for Workforce Development at Delgado Community College. Dr. Williams is an avid champion of economic development and a longtime Jedco partner. Our team works very closely with Delgado and Dr. Williams to lay the foundation for a strong, skilled workforce in Jefferson Parish. Delgado's influence and activities in this arena are vital to the success of our future industries. In fact, Churchill Park, where Jedco is located, also happens to be home to the Delgado River City Campus and Advanced Manufacturing Center. It is at this campus that many programs and skilled trades are offered to interested students, including pipe fitting, welding, diesel, precision machining, and more. The future of advanced manufacturing is happening right here in Churchill Park and under Dr. Williams' dynamic leadership. On this episode of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, Dr. Williams and I talk about Delgado's important role in workforce development, the college's out-of-the-box approach to changing the mindset about trade programs, and the value of partnering with industry. We scheduled this interview during National Manufacturing Week right after Education Partners toured the Delgado River City facility. It was the perfect time to have this conversation around the future of advanced manufacturing and workforce development. I hope you will find this interview illuminating and valuable. We're going to start with some introductions here. Dr. Williams, can you tell us a little bit about your role and what you do here at Delgado?
1: Yes, ma'am. I am the Vice Chancellor of Workforce Development and the Executive Dean of the River City Advanced Manufacturing Site. And so my job is to identify and to work with the um, trends, so workforce trends and industry trends in the New Orleans Jefferson Parish region, and then to identify short-term trainings that we could help people with either industry-based credentials, CTEs, or associates degrees to go into the workforce. So we you know, identify lots of partners to see their need and then come back and develop programs so that we can build a workforce around it.
0: And I have to mention too, we are coming off of um, our manufacturing week kickoff event that we just had here just moments ago at Delgado. And it was, your you got up and you gave the the (laughs) opening speech and I think it just got really people like pumped up. So um, workforce is obviously a really hot button topic right now not just here in Jefferson Parish but across the country Um, can you talk about why workforce development is so vital to the economy and what role um, Delgado is playing in creating that pipeline of skilled workers because that's really what this whole conversation was about um, earlier today it was and you know because so many times we've gotten away
1: from it we've gotten away from truly developing a workforce of skilled labor we have started pushing more and it's nothing against four-year institutions all of us went to four-year institutions for the most part but what about have you needed an hvac person during the summer yeah, it's 110 yeah. degrees <laughs> right and so what about encouraging those things that this country was built on and so we also have an aging workforce because so many people went into the industry and we have to admit it, once you're in the industry, you're going to retire in most instances. Mm-hmm. So now it's to research and to say we have these positions open. Workforce is the base of any strong community or building a community. Mm -hmm. If you want to bring manufacturers to Jefferson Parish, they want to know how many machinists you have. They want to know how many welders you can develop. They want to know how many people you have in instrumentation or CDL or the like, because they are going to bring some, but they're going to need to build a workforce. And then a stronger workforce, to me, always builds a stronger community. Mm -hmm. And a stronger community lends to a stronger economy.
0: And Delgado is really doing so much in this space. Um, you're, we're really changing the way that we look at workforce. I mean, I think just even mentioning the fact, or, or possibly getting back to the basics even, but um, you're preparing students for future careers in advanced manufacturing and other industries. Can you talk about some of those innovative approaches that you're taking to address the workforce development issues in this in this community.
1: Yeah, so we partnered with uh, GNO Inc. and three other colleges about four years ago now, mm-hmm. and we started developing the mechatronics program. And everybody was like, Mecha, what?" You know, <laughs> and it's like they explained it. It's to taking um, technology combining with all things advanced manufacturing. And then working towards today's age of advanced manufacturing, which are your electronics, engineering, robotics. And so we're looking at how we can take technology and combine it with those skills trades to make our students viable. We rely on JETCO right, to give us the information of what's going on, who's coming into Jefferson Parish, how can we better serve. We also rely on GNO Inc. and others to say, okay, this is where we're looking and this is who's trying to come into this region. Technology is now at the base of everything. AI is here. We know that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, fiber and all of that is here. So how do we build a stronger workforce, identifying those and then taking those new opportunities, combining them with old and then preparing students and giving them access.
0: I really like that you mentioned that mechatronics program. I remember when we had the announcement out here those four years ago, and to see, and then the graduations of you know those programs to see those students go through, and and it's really making a difference in their careers. Can you talk a little bit about the success of that program so far?
1: Yeah, so we're in cohort five. Wow! Oh <laughs> right. my gosh! Time cohort flies. Cohort five, and it is a German model apprenticeship program, and and so we're doing it through workforce development building a curriculum that would eventually lead to an, an associate's degree that mm-hmm. would eventually lead to the four-year. So in this program, they leave with at least, I think it's like 60 or 70 industry-based credentials. Wow. So you're at Delgado, you're at your place of employment, you're at Nunes, your place of employment, uh, North Shore, your place of employment, and then the cycle starts all over again. So you have three different colleges that have combined, looked at a curriculum, each person identified, what was their strong part. And that's what we focus on. So you may get robotics at the North Shore. You may get PLCs and the like at Delgado. And then something totally different at Nunez. But it's all to build this mechatronics program. And so what we're doing a little bit differently to attack the, um, or to address the need that's coming with Gulf Wind and um, with the wind programs yeah. is to add at Delgado at this site, we're gonna add to the mechatronics program so that that wind turbine uh, technician will be able to train them here as well, adding a little bit of robotics to it. So it's something new and different and out of the box, all the way out of the box, but we know it's coming. We know that those uh, wind turbines are going to be shortly. But we also know that right now we have companies in this region that are serving the East Coast. Mm. So we, um, along with our sister schools, are all putting together and looking at what our niche is. And so over here, precision machining and advanced manufacturing is something that we're strong on. So we're going to add a piece to it that would allow our students to be able to go in and we're also looking at blue and green hydrogen and how we're gonna add that in our diesel mechanics program so you see all things come together and mechatronics is at the at the heart of it
0: I love that you are looking ahead at these different industries that are coming here I mean that there is so much conversation around wind power as being the future of I feel it feels like everything, exactly. right? It's Like we're we're looking at this as an alternative source for fueling our our economy and our country and our electricity and all the things. So, um, I I love that you're looking ahead. That's incredible.
1: You have to. I mean, and we have, like I said again, you have people like Jetco. You have people like uh, Dr. Great with Jefferson Parish Schools, who are all forward thinking. Mm -hmm. And so in this area, in this space, all of us have the same mindset, and that helps. Then you have GNO Inc. and Orleans Parish that's coming through to Mm -hmm. push to say, we have the data to support what you're saying. And then all of us combining, I mean, the two uh, Jefferson and Orleans Parish um, chambers of commerce everybody's beginning to talk the same talk, and so shame on Delgado if we're not here to develop a program that once you all bring these people here, we're prepared to tra- to train them, and so that's where we are.
0: That's significant. It's fantastic. Um, you mentioned Dr. Gray and J.P. Schools. Um, that's another piece, too, is that now some of these J.P. school students are actually Learning here at Delgado, but it's a JP Schools program. How, how does that work?
1: Kelly DeMarco is awesome. And so she and I set to see how we could utilize this school and not hurt Cool Year because i think in the past people thought we were competing with cool but we weren't so what she did was identify programs that they had that maybe there was an overage so they can only take 15 we can take the rest and we could service all schools so we did a pilot this semester to see and then what we did differently was we let the students come and take a tour and tell us what they wanted to do
0: oh that's so cool because
1: yeah you and i both know if your parents say go to school and this this is what you're going to do this. You're not going to do that, that's not what you want to (laughs) do. Right. So we have to meet these students. where I'm the child of a superintendent, so I always would hear, you have to meet the students where they are. So Kelly came up with this idea and we got, um, I think it was four of the high schools to come here. So you have students in the diesel mechanic program that are gonna leave with industry-based credentials. The machining program, the instrumentation program that's going to lead in a crosswalk to uh, P-TECH. And so we're partnering with some sister schools on that. Different things, and so it's a different approach to dual enrollment because it's more, a lot of times you see dual enrollment with uh, math, English, science. We're doing it with the career and technical side so these students will leave here in some cases with an associate's degree or a cte so that when they leave high school they'll be leaving college and they'll be able to either go back and get credit for prior learning and go on to a four-year program or go directly to the workforce which is incredible which is excellent you can have a high school student graduate and go and make sixty thousand dollars a year dr gray said it best when we grad when I graduated from high school I was making $4.50 an hour right <laughs> so now to give that opportunity I think it speaks for the forward thinking that Jefferson Parish school system has
0: yeah and I I we are going to interview Dr. Gray on this show in a in a couple of weeks but one of the things that I I really love is that there's a real push to make sure that people know how much money they can make in these careers because I think there's a lot of I don't want to say like a stigma attached to it but I think there's a mis a misunderstanding that these careers might not that, that there's that you can make so much more money than you think you can make and so the fact that we're now not just pushing everyone to four year but encouraging people to look at all of their options and say like the, these advanced manufacturing jobs that are available to you, um, A, are could be long-term careers, and B, are providing a significant income. To remove
1: the stigma is the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. And people think trade, trade school, and they think that that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I knew what I could have made going to a community college and then going back, I probably would have gone to community college, right? And so to change the mindset to say I can go to a community or a technical college, I'm going to pay less in tuition, I'm going to prepare myself so that if I'm not ready for a four-year institution, I have... I have an associate's degree, I have a certificate in technical education, or I have an industry-based credential that's going to pay me a significant amount of money that when I do decide to go to a four-year degree program, if I should choose, I could almost pay for it in cash and not have myself in an overwhelming amount of debt over my head upon graduation. Because you may get into $100,000 worth of debt and only make $65,000, but you could come here your amount of debt is low in any community and technical college system. We have scholarships. We have opportunities through the MJ Foster's Promise program. We have different programs that will allow you to not to not leave here in debt, have a job, and then be able to provide for yourself and then your family or whomever. If you're 18, 19 years old making $65,000 a year, you can save yeah. by yourself a car and a house to start preparing. So when you go back to the four-year institution, that's all money you've already made.
0: It's a great pitch. It I mean is. honestly it's fantastic and we at Jedco are huge proponents obviously of Delgado of, of the LctCS system I mean it's just it's it's really, really important and I want to switch gears a little bit and talk more about, um, the partnerships with the businesses, because we sort of, we got in that direction and then I had a bunch of questions where I <laughs> moved us away. But um, the Mechatronics program, you're partnering with businesses um, to, to, to make those connections, but also just just in general, um, you're partnering with businesses and talking about you know the internships, the advisory roles. How important is it for Delgado um, And jp schools and and all of these you know educational institutions to be talking directly with the business community it is we can't do it without them
1: because the one thing that we've learned is that especially in workforce industry has to lead the program Hmm. because we can train them all day and then you can come and tell me Arlanda, those are great skill sets but that's not what i need but we can sit with you to say This is the trend. This is where we're going. This is what we're looking for. This is how we're going to hire. This is the the candidate that we're looking. And so we could bring those industry partners in and do mock interviews. We could bring them in to just do, I call it secret shopping, to look at how our students are interacting even in the classrooms to come back and tell us, hey, you know, um, I didn't see safety glasses on this person. We don't have that problem. But I don't see safety glasses on this person. Or I saw such and such pull out a cell phone that's not something we would accept or you know just little things that we can help correct so that when our student leaves they're prepared and so the partnership cannot work without industry it cannot industry has to lead how we can bring in the experts to do the training but we need to hear from industry what that training needs to be what do you need me to actually train them on because i could give you a full-scale training opportunity but if it's something that you don't need that defeats my purpose and then it also it defeats that per the, the purpose of that student mm-hmm. it deflates them and it does not give them hope and I'm not about to do that we're going to give these students not just an opportunity but hope to believe enough in themselves to get that job
0: yes that sounds that's incredible I love that um do you do you find that you are getting that that there are a lot of businesses that are buying into this and providing some of that guidance on curricula and things like that
1: When they walk through the doors of River City it's over <laughs>
0: it's, I love it It's fun to
1: think they love this building we give uh carte blanche to it I, I will tell them if you need to host a safety meeting here that we could even sit in to listen or if you just need to host a meeting here so that we can be a part of it to show what's going on and show your team then yes I mean we had NASA here a couple of weeks ago and the man left saying I want to host a retreat here with my team And so that is a plus for us because they get to they're going to come and see our students they're going to be able to see what we're doing and how we're training it so i do feel that once they come to this advanced manufacturing center and then when they go out to our marine our maritime center in the east it's the same story Mm -hmm. because it's a strong facility lots of training out there and you get to see it at its at work
0: we at jedco we are we spend a lot of time here we're here all the time and so And every time I come here, I'm just in awe. And I think it's really cool that we're able to bring prospective businesses that are interested in possibly locating in Churchill Park, which is another big piece of this, that the River City and Advanced Manufacturing Campus is here in Churchill Park, which we consider to be the future of Jefferson Parish and really the greater New Orleans region. But it's just, it's really neat to be able to bring a prospective business here and show this is exactly what we are working on here and this is exactly what is happening and this is the future of jefferson parish right here at delgado i just love it it's Mm -hmm. so exciting
1: yeah jefferson parish has a lot to offer and churchill park i'm with you i just love coming back here right it's just an energy you have Jekyll, you have Patrick Taylor, you have Delgado and then the future is just I could just see it every meeting that we have that talks about with the consultants about what can come to the park it just gives me more energy right Mm -hmm. and it just gives us more I guess foresight of what we want to see coming back here Mm -hmm. but I love being on the park.
0: (laughs) I love to hear that that's exciting um I also have heard that um you are merging some of the Metairie campus over to River City. Can you talk about the new programs that are be that are going to be coming here? So yeah,
1: the merge has started. Okay, um, so- We are about to put, uh, our line worker program is now here, so there'll be, the poles will be put in the back of this uh, facility. Our welding is now 100% here, academic and workforce. Our CAD program is partially here, partially at the Sydney Collier site. We have instrumentation now is on this site. HVAC, finally is here we have been pushing and wanting to have HVAC in Jefferson Paris, in this area so HVAC is here a lot of our NCCR core is here and uh, we have diesel our diesel mechanic was already um, here so we're going to be adding to that program and of course you already know the CDL CVO program is here we're also moving fiber optics wow um, that'll be here as well and heavy equipment
0: this is so exciting I mean it's exciting for us too to be able to see an influx of activity at the park and new students coming in and seeing you know what we have to offer here but that's it's just I think it speaks volumes to this facility and what what you've been able to do with 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 what we have here Mm
1: -hmm. and the uh, American's Job Center is here now too and so that allows us to see people they come in some unemployed some underemployed so we have a great relationship with them to say hey let's sign you up for a program and so i'll tell you that cdl cvo program is just like blowing out of the water right and so we also are starting a new bus maintenance program here in partnership with rta so we'll see more from that as well
0: (laughs) oh my goodness i love it so much happening here it's like a hub for activity it's amazing yes. um i think you have answered this question in lots of different ways but what do you think sets delgado community college apart from some of the other two-year colleges um, around the country or in the area
1: i'm got to have to say it's because of the length of time we've been around mm. we've been in this region for 102 years That's- So that means we've seen Bessie, Camille, Katrina, Rita, Gustav, Ike, Ida, all of that. We've seen COVID. We've seen uh, flooding. We've seen all kind of catastrophic events. So we also know how to stand. And so we've been here. We know how to pivot when we need to pivot. And we know and we've been here long enough to plan ourselves with our partners. People know that Delgado is here and that we're here to serve. And so our industry partners, we have an open door to them. And I would say it has to be our length of time because we're almost like the difference between a Florida palm tree and a California palm tree, right? (laughs) We might bend because every catastrophic event comes from the Gulf through Florida. So their palm trees lean, right, but they don't snap. And the ones in California, hard wind, they're snapping. So we're standing strong, and, and we may lean a little bit, but we're standing here in this community, and then we are embedded. And people take ownership to this region that work for Delgado. Nobody quits. If you're at Delgado, you're going to retire from Delgado. Wow. And the great thing is our chancellor was workforce development. She was uh, a director here, and now she's a chancellor here. I keep telling her, she's not going nowhere either for another 20, 30 years, right? (laughs) She's here, and she is from right here in Jefferson Parish. Right here in Jefferson Parish. And she even worked in Jefferson Parish School System. Her mother did. So everybody that's a part of our team is vested here. Yeah. And so that's why I say it sets Delgado apart. We know the area. We know our industry partners. We've developed relationships over the years. So I'm probably in relationships with industry partners that Isaac Delgado probably started when he started this school and now we're probably in the fourth gener- fourth or fifth generation right but it's just gonna keep going because Delgado's here to stay
0: the palm tree analogy just <laughs> chef, <laughs> chef's kiss that was really good I love it. <laughs> um, it it the passion that you have it just shines through um, can you talk about what it makes you feel to have a hand in in these projects and and in the future of workforce, in the future of molding the careers of, of these young people.
1: So I, um, I was in elected office for 13 and a half years in Terrebonne Parish. And so um, until I turned out mm. and um, always was looking for a way to help. Because people don't wake up saying they're going to commit a crime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. People do things when they don't have anything else to do or when they feel that nobody cares. I care. And my whole mission in life is to make sure that somebody else's life is better. And so this place is like giving me a blank canvas and telling me I could draw it. It feeds my only child uh, (laughs) hyperactivity niche about helping somebody. Because you don't want to live your life in vain. And my grandmother used to always tell us that. If you're living in vain, if you can't help somebody along life's way, then your living is in vain, and I'm not going to die like that. So whatever I can do to help the people in this region grow through workforce development and through being creative to say, let's meet you where you are. You're not a nurse if you're afraid of a needle, but you may be an artist if you like to draw. You might be somebody that we can go into architect with, right? We might be able to put you in um, our clean water certification program. We're even starting an, aqu- uh, an aquaponics program over here. Oh, that's so. Cool. All of those things that people like to do, let's just put it together and make a career out of it. So that's my, my, my spill on workforce development and Delgado Community College. My life will not be in vain if I, by not helping somebody.
0: That's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a favorite project that you've ever worked on? Is there something that's really near and dear to your heart?
1: Actually, I want to be real with you. It's the mechatronics program. I fell in love with those robots. Like, <laughs> was like it was so fat. I was like a child when it came. It was so fascinating. But the new one is this aquaponics mm-hmm. because when we went to Austin with Jefferson Parish, yeah. um, we got to see different, and it was like different and interesting. And so, how do we get engaged with that? But my favorite project was the mechatronics. Uh, project because it was so many different disciplines in one so it was like how are we gonna fit it was challenging and so that was my favorite project
0: do the students go they go to Delgado and Nuna they go to all three schools schools. and then they also are working with the companies as well is it all three companies or just one company so right
1: now is it's just Latrum
0: gotcha okay
1: Um, uh, we're expecting the others to pick back up in this next cohort which will start in August but it's just Latrum and Latrim has been a, a strong part of Delgado for many years. Um, and, and Latrim has a, 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 just a special part in my heart. I'm from Terrebonne Parish, mm-hmm. and that's where the owners are from. Oh, really? The LaPaz. And, and uh, my family members actually worked. They had a seafood processing plant, and that's where Latrim got its beginning. Mm-hmm. I, I started kindergarten with one of the nephews. What? <laughs> so oh, my gosh. So it was like this, and, and they're just... You ever, if you ever go get a chance to go and visit Latrum, oh my God, I could just, it's like,
0: it's so I'm not cool. a Lego person, but <laughs> that's what
1: it's like, like a child going to Lego land. It's so interesting. Yes. And so our students get a great opportunity. Now, Elmer's Chocolate was another mm-hmm. great one, and then we're also launching a program with Textron, okay. um, and Textron comes here as well. So it's just awesome. The Mechatronics Pro piece is going to take off in so many different ways.
0: Yeah, I love that that was something that was launched four years ago and that Mm -hmm. we're still seeing that it's continuing and that there's so much excitement and progress in that area. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. What do you think makes Jefferson Parish an ideal place to live and do business? Like if you were talking to someone about coming to Jefferson Parish, what would you tell them?
1: So first of all, I have to convince everybody in Houma that I don't live in Jefferson Parish. I talk (laughs) about Jefferson Parish all the time. I love this parish. Because it's so innovative and forward-thinking. Everybody is working together for one common good, and that's just to grow this parish. This parish is awesome. I have to say it. You have JECO that's just finding industry partners to come here and just building upon i mean it's like no excuses nobody is saying oh we can't do that because but instead people are saying hey if you can help me out with this we can get this done i mean look at the park look at all the other things that's coming up i had an opportunity to serve on the uh, home rule charter board uh, committee for jefferson parish Mm -hmm. and just the camaraderie there was like it was awesome and my friends have to always tell me you know you live in homer rancid, but y'all just don't get it they have so many great plans and putting things in place and it's constantly growing but it's growing in a good way it's not growing you know there's expedient growth and then there's substantial substantiated growth and that's what i see that it's growth of substance here that it's going to be here for years to come so that's what i would say you have a good school system you have great partnerships with industry partners in higher ed, K-12 through and higher ed are working together for the better good. So if you move here to Jefferson Parish, you have a strong education system, you have supportive government, you have support of the economic development organizations here. So you're going to grow.
0: That's fantastic. That's the kind of messaging we <laughs> like to hear on this podcast. Um, we're getting close to being finished. I know you have so much going on, so I just have a couple more questions what's next for delgado are there any exciting projects that you haven't talked about that you'd like to talk about
1: so we're actually working on an aviation program right here yes i'm very excited we met with uh, faa it's going to be an aircraft maintenance program Um, we have been working with um, new orleans international um, airport for about a year and a half now it's a long process but we have finally made it to the process to the port where they look at our application and say you need to add this you need to add that so it's an aircraft maintenance program that we're going to be starting very very excited about that because Delgado had a program many many years ago Mm. and it stopped I think right after Katrina a lot of things didn't come back after Katrina but it was a strong program I think Mm -hmm. they had like 75 students way back then and so with this facility being in the vicinity of the airport. We think that we're going to be very successful once that program gets up and uh, started. So fingers crossed that everything on the application gets a good check. Uh, we had great meeting about two weeks ago in Baton Rouge, I have another meeting coming up. And so just excited about the aviation piece coming. Very excited about what we're doing with fiber optics and the like and our partnership with AT&T and others to bring that here. And so looking forward to how we're going to continue to grow it.
0: All of this sounds so exciting. Um, we'll, we'll stay on the lookout for all of that. And fingers crossed, yes. especially with the aviation program, that sounds amazing. Yes. Um, what is the most important thing that you want people to know about Delgado and or the River City campus as we wrap up this conversation?
1: That we're here to serve you. We are not here to be We're Delgado, you need us. We need you all. And we all need each other. If we want to continue growing Jefferson and growing Orleans, we need each other. We're in Jefferson Parish where we want to be a strong partner. We have put everything in place to bring down any barriers that possibly can, worked with the Jefferson Parish uh, Council and Parish President who was excellent with us, provided us bus service here, transportation. Um, And so we're here to serve. We're here to provide access to opportunity.
0: I love that. Is there anything that I missed? Anything you want to add that I didn't ask?
1: I just want to say thank you to Jekyll too for continuing to be a great partner. That we could pick up the phone, get information that we need. That you all are always inclusive of Delgado, and that you know we are able to work through any. Like when we wanted to add the poles to the back, it was no problem. You know, for, uh, for Jerry and them to come down look to see what was going on, give us a, a plan. It wasn't like, no, it was, oh, that, that would be a good program. Let's just work together on how. I mean, down to us calling y'all about the alligators, right? <laughs> but our friends and our pets. But um, just to say thank you to to Jetco, because we, we, to me, we have a great partnership.
0: Well, thank you for that. I mean, we are so grateful for this partnership. It is so important for us to have these relationships and to continue to build upon them and so we're just we love working with Delgado we love working with you um it's it's just really a tremendous pleasure so thank you and thank you for being on the show it's anytime. been so nice to have a chat <laughs> <laughs> anytime we look forward to
1: working with y'all uh, even more and just call us whenever you need anything sounds good thank you thank you, you.
0: A big thanks to Dr. Arlanda Williams for taking time out of her busy schedule to be on the show. We have a link to Delgado's website in our show notes in case you'd like to learn more about its many dynamic programs and certifications available to students. Every other Thursday, we release new episodes of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, so we hope you will keep on tuning in. We'll be sharing links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development and LinkedIn at JP Economic Development. You can also visit our website at Jedco.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating or a review. Your feedback is important to us and your reviews help other listeners find our show. It is so appreciated. If you have guest recommendations or feedback that you'd like to send to me directly, please email me at casegram at jedco.org. I would love to hear from you. We'll be back with a new episode in two weeks. As always, thank you so much for listening.